Hello everyone and welcome back to the Moon Hunter podcast. Each episode takes us on an experience out in nature. We gather around the fire under the stars and the moonlight illuminates our stories to reflect on both the magic and the messiness on what it means to be alive. If you hunt for the light in the darkness, join us on the other side of the moon. Today, uh, or this time, our guest is a dear friend and someone who's very close to my heart. She did really help me a lot throughout my self-discovery journey. And she's still doing her magic by unfolding my unanswered question and the one still trembling in my head. She is a social scientist and doctor of philosophy, focuses on communication, socialization, and culture best-selling author and multi-award winning LinkedIn unicorn, Dr. Natalia Vyhovsky. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> thank you for making it happen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited and I'm beyond grateful to, to be here and to witness you and your beautiful team. I mean, the setup here and the way how you work together, the symbiosis, the spirit of the team, that was something so magical to observe. So kudos to you to, to leading that way and to creating that space. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you helped me a lot through the journey until, yeah, actually this, well, like you've been part of this a lot and, uh, and yeah, I cannot thank you enough for this. And so we don't have much of time for, mm-hmm. for the guys listening or watching. I will, we'll put them in a little bit of context on what's going on with us tonight or today. Yep. Um, we arrived today in, in this beautiful desert. It's in, deep in the Kodra in Dubai. And uh, we reached here before the sunset. We start setting up and uh, we watched the sunset. And the sky was changing color, isn't it? Like uh, yeah. suddenly someone is dimming the color of the sky is changing from orange to <laughs> pink, <laughs> to, pink to blue to yellow. It oh, was as if the universe yeah, was like, an artist just looking at the like, color palette. Like, nah, I feel like a little bit more peach. No, yeah. what do you think? Like, oh yeah, now I like it. <laughs> it was sudden as well. Like, so, exactly. It's like, yeah. oof, finishing, yeah. changing very good. Yeah. And yeah, then we gathered around the fire and here we are. How do you feel? How was your experience so far? It was magical because once again, the team 
was phenomenal in everybody was dedicated, everybody had a specific <laughs> task to do, everybody handled that with so much reverence and with so much gratitude and so much professionalism. And again, team spirit very high. I loved how we took the pictures, walked yeah. over the dunes and saw the the magic of the sky unfold or literally the, the sun going to bed <laughs> and the moon coming up. Yeah. And yeah, it was just great to see what humans can create from scratch. Yeah. And and this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you tell us a little bit more about you and what do you do, actually, it's that um, to put more people into context. Mm -hmm. who, who is Natalia? Who is Natalia? I love to describe myself as a flawsome human being. Flawsome. <laughs> what you is flawsome? <laughs> yes. Flawsome is a word that I've learned from the internet and I have my own personal definition of it. So flawsome for me means full of flaws and nevertheless awesome, or maybe because of that awesome. So you own your, let's say, mistakes or the fact that you're not perfect and you're not striving for perfection because mm. you know it's an illusion. You strive for mastery. So you understand, okay, I'm a human. As a human, well, I'm here to learn. Because for me, Earth is a beautiful school. It's a pretty yeah. tough school. <laughs> but we're here to learn. So yeah. we understand, okay, this is something that I'm not good at. I own this. I learn. I struggle through it. I level up and I become the ne next best version of myself. And next best version of self, self. I'm obsessed with the self. Mm -hmm. I am fascinated by human behavior and thinking patterns and how that has an effect on reality or how we perceive this world. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to encourage people to work on themselves, to become their best self, their highest self, to do a lot of self-integration, which means, again, accepting your flawsomeness, working on these aspects, and bringing everything together so that in the end you love yourself, you respect yourself, you accept yourself. And when mm. you do that, I do believe that you reach inner peace. And when you reach inner peace, you will also radiate peace. And I also Perfect. strongly believe that there will be no the other way around. I feel we have so much war and so much anger and going on in this world because this is exactly what's happening on the inside. So I'm a big fan of creating peace on the inside through listening to your inner truth, which is also your inner compass or your soul yeah. or the universe. Same, same, but different, different words. Different words yeah. And through that, I want to guide people towards a healthier truth hmm. because I do feel that at the moment we're stuck a lot in our head. We need our minds. Our minds are super. It's amazing. We need it in 3D reality. And I have the feeling that we unlearned how to use the wisdom of our emotions, how they can guide us, hmm. and how to dance between logic and emotion, how to, to navigate as a spiritual being in, in this world. And yeah, so I'm here to maybe even build a bridge between this and that, if I want to put it that way. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a mission. Like, this is a... 
pretty awesome mission. Thank it's, you. Uh, it is a pretty awesome mission. I'm grateful. I was, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this one. <laughs> to my soul, to God, I don't know, but is it I like sometimes it. Sometimes feels like overwhelmed mission because sometimes I feel like when yeah when we open up ourselves into a different dimension or we feel like those gifts we are given mm. we open our awareness to them and we feel the responsibility toward mm. them and sometimes um, yeah we are human in the end and <laughs> it does feel like overwhelming it does feel like it's yeah. there's too much to to handle there's too much to like i want to do this no i want to just sit down on the couch not doing nothing mm. uh, where do you find yourself into that integration when do you find yourself into that stillness to find peace into mm. this chaos mm. yeah that's a tricky one cuz uh, i'm a capricorn so <laughs> what i have sort of built in me is a subtle belief of ah, could i do more oh, yeah. ah, i could have done more right <laughs> could i have done more <laughs> so this is i feel a i don't see it as a problem anymore i see it as a dance and what i'm learning since last year is to be super truthful and honest to myself yeah. so i've also learned that my best today will not be my best tomorrow and was not my best today because my best fluctuates as I'm not a robot. Yeah. So every day my best will be a different level. Hmm. But if I at the end of the day can say I gave my best, I helped one person, I feel as if I grew by a baby step, then I'm good. And yeah. if I feel on some days as if I'm I don't know as if I am directly connected to the ground and the bottom and as if like some extra energy is like <laughs> in me I don't know how to put it another way yeah. so if I feel I'm like super strong <laughs> and I can empower and inspire the whole world well then I might I don't know write on my mm. book or I might create a lot of content yeah, that I then use over sense. the week or I this usually something a friend calls me and has a challenge or a former client or a client and then i repurpose and harness that energy and and give it back because okay. i don't believe that energy can be destroyed i just believe that it it takes on different forms and that when i give it away it comes back literally yeah, yeah. that's beautifully put actually it's uh, it's all about perspective and the way you pers- you put your perspective into it that's changed so much because we have to understand mostly if when we are in our highs and when we are in our lows and when we know how to dance in between those two sides and then becomes literally a dance and exactly. becomes a flow comes becomes yeah becomes life yeah and sometimes a dance is sad and sometimes a dance is highly ecstatic Energy, yeah. and sometimes it's energizing and sometimes it's depressive and sometimes it's like I don't want to dance but I dance anyway so a dance is there's so many aspects or facets of a yeah. dance it's not like the perfect ballet choreography <laughs> that you see somewhere no a dance can be everything Literally, from yeah. messy to inspiring to uplifting to to making you cry that's absolutely true yeah one of the most beautiful forms of expressions for me personally motor science i i love dancing it's mm. just when you start dancing it becomes like for oh, everything becomes fluid and becomes in now and here and becomes present oh that's yeah no wonder that this is how we met surprise surprise <laughs> yeah and if you 
if you tell me how, like, if you tell us how we go through that dance between, because we work together in, in so many things, and the most one fascinating me on on this journey was the the dance between the feminine and the masculine energy, mm -hmm. which is I did not have much of a clue before about it. Mm. I had some ideas, but I know like. Masculine is a masculine, man is a man, a woman is a woman. Feminine, masculine, mm, yeah, what, what does what? that mean? Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> that was just a question. I, I'm not even there to ask it. It was mm. just like something big into into the horizon. But mm. even the culture-wise, like, it's not really has that information which makes the self digging into it. Mm. But when you brought it up in different perspective, you brought into it more and more reality more more sense mm -hmm. it become a dance mm -hmm. <laughs> it becomes something absolutely beautiful mm. if you dance us through it it will be sure. fantastic i'd love to yeah. i had no clue that <laughs> in each of us human beings there is a masculine and a feminine essence and if you don't like the word essence you can use the word energy and if you don't like the word masculine and feminine because it triggers you or because it's socially loaded or politically loaded, then we can use the terms yin and yang. Hmm. So I think a lot of us, we know the symbol for it. It's a circle and in the circle we have sort of like a fish or like a wave, let's say like a black yeah. wave and in there is a little white dot yeah. and in the white wave or fish there is the black dot, yeah. which shows that it's a dance, it's a give and take, it's a never-ending story, it's, a, it's an exchange of energies. And a friend of mine always says that this is the most healthy way of living. One step in, or one foot in the right, in the black, one in the left, and left, right, left, right. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit right, sometimes a little bit left. Yeah. So let's, let's have a look at that. I, during my second sabbatical last year, came to the realization, or actually before that, when I did a session with an astrologist, that I never ever pondered on the question, what kind of woman do I want to be? Hmm. What does true femininity mean? Not feminism, that's political, let's park that, but divine, sacred femininity, <laughs> far away from what we see on Instagram, media, in the movies, what our mothers and grandmothers lived, bless them, thank you so much, what does it mean? And then also, what is sacred masculinity? I was like, that's also not mine. Let's park that. So in that surge, I realized that I had a lot of male energy in me. And I wasn't living my feminine aspects because they were so polluted hmm. through wrong beliefs about what it means to be a woman. So I was so ignorant until last year that in my subconsciousness, my subconsciousness would believe, my ego, women are chaotic, hmm. women are emotional, women are non-structured, women don't know what to do, women cry, women lie, women manipulate, bah, women. <laughs> so all of my life since kindergarten, I had more male friends. Oh, okay. And then last year, when I was working on the question, what kind of woman do I want to be? I realized how on earth do I want to integrate the yin energy into my life? If subconsciously, I hate almost everything or I judge everything that is feminine. Hmm. So I had to sit and do a lot of forgiveness work and forgive other women, forgive myself and really purify myself and replace all of these beliefs with true 
aspects of femininity. And then I integrated everything that triggered me in or other women because these were just aspects that I didn't own on myself. So if I would say, oh, that woman is chaotic, okay, she's just a mirror. So where am I chaotic and where do I hate that about myself? Hmm. Mm. I hate other women because they're manipulative. Mm. Where am I manipulative and where do I not own my being manipulative? Where are women crying? Oh, do I allow myself to cry? Oh, I don't. Interesting. <laughs> so everything where I was like putting my finger on other chicks or women, I just, you know, reflected, reflected back at me, yeah. did all of the work and then became a more feminine woman in the sense that I now live and embody these female qualities. All of them, all of them. <laughs> forget it. It's a journey, a lifelong yeah, journey. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting thing is now I've learned to use my feminine qualities, which is nourishing, which is about receiving, which is about surrendering, which is about singing, dancing, it's about creating community, it's about bringing people together, it's about singing, dancing, beauty, about surrender. So these are all yin qualities. While, which I judge the majority of them, but now I'm like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. Your creativity comes up from there as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? definitely. Ah, it's so like, you told me this. Like, yes. It's your creativity coming from somewhere. And yeah. you, then you tap into your feminine energy. It's like, huh, what was that? Right? <laughs> and exactly. And yeah, it's like, was looking at it and it's like, start dig down into it until I found out like, when I'm in the creative process, I go into my feminine energy. Yes, exactly. I was afraid of that, to be yeah. honest. Like, of course. What? What? Exactly. <laughs> what gonna be like? How am I gonna feel this? Like, I did not know how to feel it. Yeah, and especially as a man, I guess that maybe like a crazy voice in your head would say, "Oh, as a man, yeah. I feel this." Yeah. And then uh, this will sound super <laughs> ignorant, and I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. As a man with Arabic roots, like yeah, the, no, the typical well, Arabic yeah. man yeah. is a very strong man, so, yeah. a very self-confident man, a man and who knows. Afraid of judgments it's, of what you're going to be as if, what are you feminine as? Are you a gay? Or exactly. Or so all of these crazy stories yeah. and the self-judgment. No, I, absolutely. And all of that is limiting us. So the feminine energy needs a male container to express itself. Yeah. And the male yang energy provides protects it's all about purpose it's about structure it's about order but not from an energy of suppression Mm. or i conquer and i escape this is shadow but in pure light energy it really loves and it cares and it liberates and it's about freedom and purpose and it creates a safe space for the feminine to express itself and then together then create. And not one is better or worse. They need each other. For sure. But it's also not <laughs> Co-create. a... Co-create. Yeah, but it's not a... like Because this is also what I've just recently learned. It's not about being independent, which is nonsense. This is the 1990s. Like 50-50 relationship. Forget that. It's 100-100. Correct, it's about yeah. interdependence. Mm. So, together we dance. I, again, think that the dance metaphor is one of the most beautiful ones to explain this Absolutely. interaction of energies. This is in the end what you, it is. You need two to tango. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you could tango on your own, but how much fun is that? <laughs> think about it. <laughs> right. In the mirror. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's absolutely beautiful and beautifully put. It's uh, 
it's hard as well to put it into into an expressions because that as you say the culture put so much weight into it like mm. it give it that weight onto like what are you what's that so much are judgment and, and stuff yeah. that's coming from it which pull us down in so many levels like and that's what um, self discovery what is about and i was lucky enough to meet you and uh, be in this journey and awaken those part of questions when i was there trying to start asking questions like going into the questions level of like what and where and how but level of questions goes deeper and just like there's a shadow let's let's <laughs> put everything aside and go a little bit deeper yeah. and that's what make it make it actually a beautiful journey and then it allowed the expressions to go and the person like for me personally becomes me like becomes who am i like that's freedom by itself it's a, the self freedom and and the soul freedom it just like becomes like huh finally we're making alignment now <laughs> yeah. and you attract fantastic people yeah. you attract incredible business and job opportunities you inspire and empower other people by shining your own light and by being vulnerable and talking about your own former ignorance and your insecurities yeah. and your wounds you give other permission people permission to do the inner work as well you give them yeah. hope you inspire them and through that i fully believe we create a ripple effect that's right true, yeah. just one person saw it it's like ah that's possible yeah. so if it's possible for him it's maybe possible. it's possible for it's me as well the light in every each one yeah. in every and each one yeah. it's there <laughs> yeah yeah but we need to dig deep down into the darks to find that light. <laughs> True. That's why we are on the other side of the moon for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how to how do we kind of how do we put it into a culture understanding because mm-hmm. as we said this kind of like there's a lot of pull down from culture of what judgments can bring with it. How can we make that jump between being truly ourselves regardless of what culture put in front of us. So, first of all, I feel it's important to say that we just can't put our finger and blame culture. Like, uh, because of culture I yeah. am where I am because if we do that we give away our power. That's and true. whose culture? That's like true. in this case it it's would us. be <laughs> other people and yeah. it's the social framework and then it quickly ends up in a weird place. So I for example That's even don't true. believe that yeah. that that culture is there to hurt you or to keep you small. I do believe that culture is a set of values that evolved mm-hmm. over centuries and it's maybe a tribe of people with a certain state that we believe in this and this is how we live and they in my chosen consciously chosen belief it didn't come from a place of i want to manipulate you and i want to create fear no it was from a place of listen if we have too much feminine energy and everything is allowed and everything is free love and chaos this is very complicated yeah. way of living <laughs> it can, so it can right? go so it many ways <laughs> so many ways and it just yeah. makes life which is already complex very very even more difficult so i believe yeah. that culture this is my personal understanding and I could be totally wrong stems from 
a healthy masculine energy of creating a safe boundary, not from a level of control and manipulation, but from a level of how can we all peacefully live together? And there are a certain set of rules. So everybody more or less get what they want and everybody more or less has to say no to certain things. This is how I understand culture. Mm. Yeah. And then with yeah. the years, it became a little bit more extreme. And here they like these values and here they like those. And this became a little bit hyper crazy. And this one's become very liberal, whatever. Okay, this is now as we talked about culture. But the, the core question from you was, how did I make that jump? So I gave my best to live and be in alignment with what I thought I was expected to be and act like. So I gave my best to have good grades at school. Fantastic. I gave my best to have uh, to finish my studies. Amazing. And then uh, to have a solid career and to be an athlete. So I ticked all of the social expectation boxes okay. of what my culture said when I do this, I should mm. be successful and I should be happy. I literally lived for my... CV. <laughs> it's like I was, I feel one of the picture perfect, uh, like if you do this, then you're successful and happy. So I ticked all of these boxes and this is also what I got mirrored back. Like this okay. is not like, oh, I think I'm something special, but people would say, oh, you're so successful and look at you. Um, and I realized, okay, on paper, it's all there. Like I studied, I have friends, I now live in Dubai, I have this great job, we're on the cover of leading magazines, we won excellence awards, I, I can, you know, on the weekend go on a yacht and celebrate parties, so this was most probably 2014. And I realized I did everything by the freaking book. Hmm. And I don't feel successful, and I don't feel happy. Oh. And my whole body and everything in me just felt so dead. I felt yeah. so low in energy, I felt so depressed, I felt so sad that I could empathize with people who kill themselves. Mm. And that was a very scary thought. Oh, wow. yeah. I understood why some people choose to end their lives because if everything is so heavy and everything is so sad mm. and you don't have anything that lifts you up and everything is so shallow, then why, why do this? Yeah. And then I realized, you know what, <laughs> maybe, and this was a very scary thought, what if everything that I've ever learned was a lie or an illusion? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting like this. It was yeah. literally like Alice Wonderland going down the rabbit hole. And I realized, you know what, what's, what's the scariest thing that could happen? I end up in mental house mm. or in madhouse. But back then I had already listened to so many stories of people who went through a massive shift and something in me, there was a spark or a voice. Mm. Something in me said, you're going to be all right. That was just a very deep knowing. It was very far away. Yeah. But there was this little baby flame somewhere deep down inside of me. It was like the whole body was kind of dead. I was like a zombie and depression was like, oh, I hate my life. <laughs> but deep down inside, there was this baby flame which said, jump, you will not regret it. Oh. And this is when I jumped. That's the gut feeling. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, or the, the soul that was whispering There's or a mix out of both. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> gonna help. Exactly. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah, that's amazing. Beautifully, beautifully put. It's a. Uh, yeah, you, you put for me the new the concept or like the new perspective on culture mm -hmm. of how to rethink about it because it's easy to dive deep into the negative out of it and and yeah it's to have a new perspective and a positive one and just like from there you can change and make a new transformation into the expression you want to put out there exactly it cannot be just facing negative with negative it has no. to go and override and override doesn't Like negative will override negative always, and uh, if you need to override negative, we can override it with positive thoughts and exactly. positive way of looking at it. Exactly. And yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful. Thank you for putting it in this way. You're welcome. <laughs> and then you know, once I went through all of this transformation and all of this resistance and anger was gone, I realized, okay, you know what? Actually, this one is a nice one. I keep this one. No. This one, no. I. And this one, I like it, but I do my own version out of it. Yeah. So for me, social rules, a lot of them are invitations for people who need guidance. Yeah. For those people who don't do the deep dive, the contemplation, who need a lot of structure. For mm. these people, it's beautiful. Social yeah. rules and norms, they have to be there, to, be there yeah. to, to make life easier for them. Yeah, for sure. And then if you have the, mm. let's say... At the, the certain foundational level, because this is what I discussed just recently with a friend, I do believe that this kind of work that we're doing, the inner work of contemplation and connected to neurons and whatever, we can't do this when we don't know when, like where we sleep and when we get uh, our next meal. You okay. can't, this is, you need the basic needs met. You need to know... Yeah. I, I will not be hungry and I have shelter and I have water. Yeah. If you don't have that, it's I feel impossible to work on spiritual aspects of your life or on your soul because the foundations are not there. So <laughs> yeah. make sure the foundations are there and then you can work on, on higher aspects of yourself and I want to put it that way. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And through those integrations, I think yeah, it's uh, to help us grow into, into ourselves and just like with the right set mindset you just say it and uh, we go sometimes into the process of the communication and the uh, integration with the self you have beautiful skill on that and uh, thank you take us through that communication skill you gather over the year mm -hmm. what i opened my eyes towards is that when you live abroad when you travel you see how how different people experience reality. It's the yeah. same thing, but everybody puts a different filter or code on it. And this brought me to the ultimate conclusion uh, to, to something that I've also learned from other people that I absolutely admire, George Carlin, yeah. who was a more than just a comedian. For me, he was a philosopher and life artist. And, and he, <laughs> in one of his famous scribbles, said that language are just symbols. Yeah. So language are symbols, and why do we use symbols? To decode the complexity of life and reality <laughs> and of what yeah. that all is. And I've realized that by using accurate language and by being precise with it, we get what we want. And by not being precise, we create conflict. Hmm. So when we give our best to... to 
to package something, to label yeah. something, to put it in a box, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of the world is so complex. And if I don't put a word on it or an emotion, then it's impossible to communicate what I'm going through because we humans yeah. we want to share. We're no, social beings. So I want to tell you what I see and you won't tell me what I see. And <laughs> together we philosophize and, and we're just, wow, did you see that? Yo, did you experience that? Wow, that's a mystical experience. That's spiritual. <laughs> so this is why we're here, right? So exactly, yeah. language is such a gift when we understand the importance of using the right words and when we take the time to use the right words, when we feel into ourselves. And this is something that I learned just last year. When we learn to not speak so much from the mind, but when yeah. we drop into our hearts, when we maybe speak from a place of meditation yeah. and alignment, this is when magic happens. Yeah, yeah literally. And this is, yeah, this is, honestly, this is one of the process now I'm going through. It's mm -hmm. uh, to unpack. Yeah? Yeah, unpack from the head yeah. and put it and let it just be from the heart and from, like, uh, it takes takes time. Take, because we condition so much from oh, yeah. so much around us. And yeah, then, yeah. like, yeah, the head plays big part of the of the occasion <laughs> yeah, yeah and and but we can learn it it's Absolutely. like everything you yeah. can unlearn a bad habit if you want to label it as bad and then learn a new habit or a skill and i can promise you and you're going to see it you're such a strong and fast manifester that life will gift you with more ease yeah and it's, then everything uh, else just will flow <laughs> it'll flow but yeah. it's, gonna be all right. <laughs> it's gonna be all right yeah uh, a quick insight of some tools like you were telling me about the human design it's like beautiful the way you put it as unpacking or putting the lights on the hidden gifts or the ones we don't really think about them sometimes yeah. Yeah. how does it affect our soul our guidance and how does it play part of our life mm -hmm. so I'm very very new to this whole art or science. For me, it's a mix. It's a mix between art and science. And I do believe that art and science are not left and right, but I do believe that they can beautifully merge together and dance a beautiful dance. Yeah. So I have a friend who is an astrologist, and I said, you know what, I definitely need to learn about that, but not this year. <laughs> and then I stumbled into something that is called human design. So I learned a lot about that, and then I stumbled into a system which is called Gene Keys, which is a further development of, oh, of human, human design. design. Exactly, and it's all in the end the way how I understand it, a little bit of a soul map reading, a little bit of getting more clarity on why you're here, what your purpose is, with what kind of shadows you're born. Definitely a soul map reading, maybe through astrology or gene keys or human design, can help us in getting more clarity in why we're here and what makes us, what is great and then what we can dig deeper. And it's not that somebody looks at the stars and is like, oh, I'm going to download all the wisdom of the universe and tell you here now it's on a golden plate and now you're healed or now you're a superwoman or superman. No, this is not what it's about. The way how I understand it is that it gives you guidance. Mm -hmm. And when somebody is great at reading or translating, they give you a set of questions to not only reflect on, but contemplate on. And the art of contemplation is a lost art. It is an art of sitting with yourself, with your yeah. favorite tea or with your favorite beverage, 
and feeling into yourself and listening to your inner compass or to your soul and um, and sitting with not knowing, which can be painful. Yeah. And sitting and and being angry and sitting with emotions that come up and sitting with okay, I just learned this little step today, but you know what, tomorrow I'm going to sit for 20 minutes again. You can also go in for a walk and contemplate, right? It's yeah, not that yeah. you need to sit with your pen. Sure. But I do feel that these tools that I've just mentioned can be a great starting point to mm -hmm. do some soul searching. And then based on that, integrate in 3D reality by working with a coach, with a mentor, with a shaman, with a healer, whatever, and say, okay, I... I learned this thing about myself. Now I want to either eliminate a wrong belief or dissolve a trauma or learn a skill that I just don't have. Because skills can be trained. It doesn't matter how old you are. You yeah. know, the, we know by now that the human brain is flexible. You can learn at any age. <laughs> And, and this is what it's all about. I do, feel, I do feel that being a grown-up human being or being mature is about taking 100% ownership about your life. Yep. And when you are not happy or where you are not where you want to be emotionally, physically, energetically, financially, sexually, and whatever other adjectives, then the chances that this has something to do with you are pretty high. Yeah. So instead of blaming the world or the moon or whatever, <laughs> own that yeah. and then work through it and then integrate what is lost or accept what you abandoned and see how with that alignment you will have so much more ease in your life. That's, uh, that's powerful, yeah, that's very true. And through that, like, you can integrate so many questions and it's not about the answer. It's about the right question, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> and the right question will lead to another question, to, to another, another question. question. Yeah. And I think it's an illusion of, of believing that one day you will understand it all. And when you understand yeah. it all, then what? What? The <laughs> it's what? not like, going to be fun it, anymore. Yeah, it's like, are you now, now you're going to die? Yeah. Or what? It doesn't make sense. Life yeah. is a mystery. Life yeah. is a beautiful adventure. Life is a gift. And, um, yeah. Keep on exploring, keep on growing. Absolutely. <laughs> Very beautifully put. Thank you. Um, and when is your next book? I heard you are working on your book and now it's happening. Exactly. I cannot wait to, to deep dive into <laughs> to yes. the new one. Because <laughs> yes. yeah, you, you're putting your energy into it. It's what yeah. happened like, in this transformation year. So please tell us more about it. Yeah, so... During the sabbatical, I decided to keep on creating content, but mm. totally change the, the aspect of it. So instead of writing about social selling and content marketing and LinkedIn hacks and how to get your business to the next level and yeah. everything that I used to talk about, I started to talk about my experiences, my stories, my trauma, my wrong beliefs and all of that. And I gave my best to show myself as vulnerable and human as I am in the sense of, listen, this is what I used to think, and now I think this. And now as I think this, or as I feel this, this is how my life changed. It's amazing. Maybe you want to try it as well. Like, yeah. it's not, like, <laughs> this is true for me. Yeah. Maybe it's true for you too. But if it's not true for you, then ask yourself this question. So that's what I did over a year. Oh, nice. And yeah. my team, I love them, rock stars. What they did was they... they um, 
collected all of my posts. And then at the end of the year in, let me think, November last year, they had to look at all of the posts and they said, these are the 25 top performing posts. I was like, aha, that's interesting. So I then asked my community and I said, listen guys, I feel as if I want to write a book about my sabbatical and the experiences. So if you could get just one question answered, what would that be? And people commented and I was like, aha. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I took that and then I was like, okay, structure of the book, da 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 da, da. These are the 25 stories. Mm. Then I once again said, okay, I feel I have a structure of the book. You have 25 stories. This is what the book is going to be about. Where, very, very last chance. What last question do you want to get answered in the book? And again, a few people commented. So I took that, restructured, and I was like, oh, this is the book. Amazing. So I literally sat down and within 30 days wrote a book of 200 pages and then needed another 30 days to uh, to edit it, and then, you know, three rounds of editing it myself, and now it's um, then with the editor. And it was, for me, incredible that you can write a book in so, so little time, yeah. and how this book is from the community, <laughs> for the community, and how yes. we can use our stories to, to express. express and to also empower and, and guide other people. So what I will, what I especially love about it is that with every story that I share, there will be three questions. So in the end, the book has 75 oh, questions that's amazing. that you can work through. That's amazing. And when you do that, yeah. I can promise you, your life will be massively changed. So oh, That's really good. Yes. <laughs> First, I'll publish it in German, uh, or I think by now, when, uh, when, when this podcast is published, most probably German version will be out there. And the English version um, then uh, will be in the last steps and will be available soon as well. Awesome, awesome. That, I'm looking forward to deep dive into it. Because uh, I know you're questioning and the questions you put and that's always like, not ch- it's challenging, which is make it beautiful. And it does transform from there because it's all about the question. It's not about the answer. Yeah, that's... it's about widening your horizon. I feel yeah. a little bit as if I open doors in the heads of people. Yeah. They're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I just I just thought it's a wall. I'm like, ta-da! No, it's another it's door. Not. And actually, there's another door, and there is another door. And you just pick which door you want. Or absolutely. if you want to stay here at the moment, that's also totally fine. Who that's am I to... I will not force you or push you through a door. Yeah, yeah. You see it. This, this My job is done. Yeah. yeah. Talking about the questions mm-hmm. and triggering this ones, I have the last... Like, one of the final questions we have in, in this evening. Mm-hmm. If you have your own superpower... Mm-hmm. What is your own superpower, sorry? What is your own superpower and what you are planning to do with it? <laughs> I have many, many different superpowers and I do feel that one of my biggest superpowers is vitality. Hmm. I am a highly energetic person and a lot of people, when they sit with me, when they work with me, they say something like, oh, you're like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and some people, they also say something like, Natalia, when are you next time in town? I need a dose of Natalia. <laughs> and I said, what did you say? It's like, who am I, a drug? <laughs> and then also there was this wise woman who looked at who I am and what I do, and she said, this may sound weird. I'm like, ah, I'm all for <laughs> it. Like, Tell me, what, what do you see? And she's like... For some people, just your sheer presence has almost a healing effect. And I said, oh. That's absolutely true. 
I, okay. I honestly feel that, and I honestly it's just like oh, any every time we sit together, it's uh, I'm, I leave our conversation energized, ready, like inspired. It's just like want to do stuff. Like <laughs> let's go. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for yeah. mirroring that back. Yeah. And what are you planning to do with it? What am I planning to do with it? To spread it around like it's confetti or unicorn glitter dust. Because <laughs> I know that I... Oh, beautiful. I know that I can tap into it and that it flows through me and it will never stop until the day that I die. And so, like, why keep it for myself? That's because true. a lot of people need That's it. True. And a lot of people have unlearned or forgotten yeah. how to step into it. So I keep the amount of energy that I need for, you know, human maintenance, 3D reality and all of yeah. that. And everything that I have in access, I spread it with other people. Or when I do my work, when I'm in the flow, I literally just turn into a channel and I just allow life force to flow through me and do mm. whatever it wants to do, of course, with my own consent. It's not that life force is like, I'm going to possess you and just do stuff. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. We're like, we're having a mature conversation. A mature it's like, conversation. it's a, how do you call it? It's a, with full consent. It's, yeah, with the full consent. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you very much. This is, was so much fun and there is so much insights and inspiration coming out of it. And yeah, I cannot thank you enough for making it happen. Um, I appreciate you for who you are, for what you do, and for spreading this energy because we need people like you in this world. <laughs> Please keep spreading this love and this energy because, yeah, we need it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, everyone, for, for listening or watching. I hope this conversation has served you in served you in a way that it has to be and um, you had your insights and I hope to see you soon next time on the other side of the moon and thank you very much let's go and sit now with the, with the guys and uh, be with them spread this energy to the rest of the group appreciate you thank you much love to everyone we'll see you next time <laughs>